You're listening to the Boston Greeks podcast with Adi and Foti. They've been bringing Greek culture online since 1998, and now they're bringing you the best Greek guests Boston has to offer. So grab your kafedaki and join us. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another fantastic episode of the Boston Greeks podcast. I am very, very, very excited today. We have an amazing guest. She is an, I'd say an old friend. Uh, we've known each other for a while. You have friends? Uh, yeah, I do have friends. Oh. And, you know, <laughs> a lot of good times, a lot of uh, memories. Uh, and now she's doing something completely amazing, something that just blows my mind. Before I say any more, let me bring on my co-host, Foti Stamos. How are you, Foti? Good and yourself, Ari. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm very excited. Tell us, tell us about this here. fantastic guest we have. Well, you know, we bring a lot of fun, interesting, and creative guests onto our shows. We talk about food. We talk about wine. We talk about business. You name it. But it's time to also start talking about our health and wellness and what of a better individual and representative to actually discuss and talk to us about health and wellness. We have our special guest that's joining us, Stefania Timikas, who is a Hello, guys. Who's a fitness professional. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to dive into this interview with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are nice very excited. Nice to see excited. you guys again. Yeah, nice to see you. Um, Foti, uh, I'm going to let you start off because th- there's a lot to cover here. Uh, I want to talk about... Uh, let's let's first start sure. off with... Uh, just give us a little background, uh, Stefania. Just oh, where you're from, uh, where you grew up, uh, what your Greek family life was like, stuff like that. Okay. So I was born in Rhode Island, United States, Rhode Island. Um, uh, we, we lived here with the family for a couple of years. My parents being first generation, immigrants from Greece um, wanted to make sure that we knew uh, the Greek culture as well as they did Um, and they were seeing that as we were growing up and being in school with other children we didn't have that connection Mm -hmm. uh, to the Greek language uh, the Greek culture Uh, and like I said it was very important for them for us to know that so they decided to move us back to Greece at a young age when I was about six years old how was that how was that experience for you to to go from here to there yeah it was uh tough just because I had my friends here that I had uh, in elementary school I had uh my way of life here already at that young age and saying hey we're moving we're taking all of our stuff and we're leaving we're going to greece to a country that i've never been and didn't know what to expect at a young age was hard you know my parents were constantly telling me that hey there's cousins that you've never met that are that live in greece so there's uncles and aunts and your grandmother that you've never met your grandfather that you've never met and i'm like wow i actually have family like because we were here just uh, my two my siblings and myself which i have another brother and another sister and we were always uh just us uh so it was like oh i have other families that i'm unaware of so to move back and to meet them all for the first time was wow what, what a experience that mm-hmm. was hey this is your grandmother this is your grandfather this is these are your cousins and you had to create a new bond and a new relationship with all of them oh, it was great. very challenging and very uh, happy at the same time at a young age of six years old yeah it's i i think so i think six years old is tough to to make such a big transition um and mm-hmm. how long how long did you guys end up staying in greece let's see uh up until a when i was a freshman in high school so we oh, there's another big transition that's like when you're really getting into 
your social circles and stuff and then you exactly again. so then you know like i said i was uh, six years old at the time so i had to start from the beginning i had to make new friends adjust to this new lifestyle and you know after uh, some hard times we finally were happy with everything i was happy i was like okay this is going great i had my friends i had my circle i had uh, my daily routines, everything. Um, and that's when in seventh grade, I decided I wanted to join the track team. Actually, the track team was uh, something that a friend of mine had brought it up to me and said, Hey, I'm joining this track team. Are you interested in joining? And I said, Yes, let, let's do this. Um, and I'm glad I did because for about three years, every day I would wake up and I would um, exercise every morning with this this team that we had mm. um so it was great to be able to do that um but after we've created like i said all these friendships and i had everything that i liked mm. in my life at that point uh at that age uh again we had to leave when i was a freshman in high school and go come back to the states Oh, and, and you, they, you came uh, back to Providence? We came back to Providence, Rhode Island. Okay. Correct. So wow. again, we had to start back from the beginning. So there I am again with knowing no one, <laughs> uh, thrown into high school out of all, you know, the difficult stages in, in your life, uh, yeah. high school. You know, everybody had their cliques, everybody had their groups, their friends. Uh, and there I am as a, a newbie myself, my sister and my brother. So, um, get thrown in these classes um l the um language barrier also you, know, you have to understand like you also you you're, you know you have to learn that and mm. be able to communicate in that um and creating new friends so everything for me was uh new again wow so. <laughs> that's a that's uh that's i mean that's as an adult when you look back uh you mm -hmm. know you could say wow that's so cool that i moved to greece i lived in greece for a little while come back but um i try to put myself in the child the six-year-old mind of leaving and then in a freshman mind in and changing school. again yeah. like i'm telling you right now that that would have been extremely difficult for me and that's a uh, pretty yeah. impressive that you you could get through it and yeah. i mean you so you were in the track team in greece and then when you got here and you I think in the States, I'm assuming that it's a good way to kind of get into uh, a f social circle, kind of get into like whatever kind of, you know, uh, friend situation by meeting people on your team. Did you do that when you when you came here? Correct. I, I joined the swim team when I came here immediately. So I joined, I joined the swim team and that helped, like you said, making new friends and um you know, just having the same interests and being able to, to bond in that aspect. Mm. So that helped me a lot. And then I did some outdoor, some gymnastics outside of school. So that helped, yes. And then I had tried out for the volleyball team. So I made some friends while doing that. Um, so like so I said, yeah, sport, exercise, sports exercise. made helped me out tremendously in the big adjustments that I had in my life for sure. And has that yeah. always been part of your life or was there a time? So uh, we'll fast forward a little bit. Okay, you graduate high school, um, you're doing whatever mm -hmm. you're doing, you're, you're kind of growing up. Have you always been into fitness? Or has it been like kind of like just a side hobby? Or has it been like a main point? I know that now more recently, it is a main point. So uh, what mm -hmm. happened between like high school and getting to this point? What was exercise and fitness a big part of your life? Or was it something that you woke up one day and you're like, hey, I'm a, you know, I'm now a mom and, and I, I want to get back into shape? Or, or how? 
how, how exactly did it come about for you? Well, uh, in high school, it was a, a big part of my life. In college, it was, but not as much. I was more focused on my studies at the time. Um, my parents were very, very big on going to college and getting mm-hmm. great grades, working hard and getting good grades. That, that's what they, they, they wanted from they my children. So, they sound Greek to me. <laughs> oh, yes. They're very <laughs> Greek. Exercise was not important. It's not, it's not important. You need to get A's and right. be a hard worker in life. That's yep, what yep. was important for them. So having that, you know, as well, it's like, okay, I need to, you know, settle down and like focus on my studies in, in uh, college. So that's what I did. So uh, yes, did I run here and there? Did I do my running in the mornings? Yes, but it wasn't a big part of my life mm-hmm. at, at that moment. I wanted to study physical education. I remember that clearly. And my parents were like, no. <laughs> elementary elementary teacher is a better choice so uh so to please them i did that which again was i loved love teaching young kids mm-hmm. and that's what i wanted to do in physical education is teach young kids as well mm-hmm. teach them the importance of so you know important. exercising being active what you're eating all that yeah uh, but it just it was in a different way uh it was it was through teaching math and language arts and science yeah. and all that i mean that, that's a fine. very important thing uh especially yes. in america especially uh now especially nowadays with you know the internet and video games and all this stuff and kids i feel aren't aren't as active as we used to be yes. we used to leave the house and we'd come back when it got dark and we'd be all scraped up and 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 right. had the best yes. time ever and i feel like sometimes uh it's tougher for kids now because i don't think i i don't think kids also have like as much freedoms as we once did i don't know if that's just my perspective if you I guys agree. agree or not but i like i, I remember I, leaving the house and coming back like hours later now if my son left the house i'd be like where is he let's find him what is he doing yeah so, so you have to I track think, him we have to track them right? right we have to be like are they okay like where are they right now let's, let's exactly track them yeah. see where they are well times have changed you know because yeah. of society so, and everything so. all right so so you 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 had an element obviously in your life of fitness so um when did it start to really become something more than just like i want to i want to feel good i want to i want to be healthy That's and i'm done. exercising when, when did it become something more than that so once i graduated college and then i started working um then I met my husband and then we had children. So that again took a lot of time away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I focused on my family, you know, being a good Greek uh, mother <laughs> and wife, yeah, yeah, <laughs> taking yeah. care of everybody. Um, so, uh, my focus was my, my kids mostly and taking care of them. So, you know, like you, you know, being a mother and waking up so many times at night and taking care of the kids and feeding them, that's exhausting on its own. So I tried to squeeze in as much as, as workouts as I could then too. But honestly, my, I was just very, uh, you know, you get very tired. Mm-hmm. So I, I tried, did try to like work out, run again and do as much as I could, but that wasn't my priority at the time. Once my kids get a little older and they were more independent, that's when I said, hey, you know what? It's time to focus on me now and time to, to do what I like the most. And did you, and did you, feel, did you feel like you were kind of like uh, uh, not where you wanted to be physically or were you fine and you just wanted to kind of continue that like... Uh, that- a little bit of both. Yeah. A little bit, yes. I mean, after having children, your body changes, everything changes. So yes, I first started working out because like you said i wanted i wanted for for both aspects 
it was mostly because, hey, I need to start looking, you know, a little better. But I come to realize that it was much more than that. Mm -hmm. It's much more than just, hey, looking better. It's your mindset and your mentality and your daily eating habits and Mm -hmm. um, everything else that comes with it, Mm -hmm. how you feel mentally and physically. Wow. So, so, uh, so you basically... You you weren't you were in a fine place, uh, but you had you've given of yourself to your family, which you know, like you said, a good Greek girl, very respectable <laughs> and very very good of you to do. But then you got to a point where um, you wanted you know to turn the focus a little bit back on yourself as much as you could because the kids are, are older um, and all that. And so so fitness and exercise was your outlet correct? Was there anything else? Correct. It was my outlet. It was my time to do what I wanted to do and let go of everything else that I had in my head and just do it for me, my outlet. That's was what it that, was. Was exactly. that hard? Was it hard to motivate yourself or was it very easy? Like you were just like, oh, now um, I have a little bit of know, time. I'm going to do this. You know, I started off on my own. I started off, like you said, um, a little bit on my own, a, a little bit. It wasn't full falling in full force. It was a little bit of a time of what I could, what I could. But then I said, you know what, I need, I wanted more. So then I said, I'm going to get myself a trainer. And I said, if you know, that will help me and push me and it will give me what I want. So I, I got myself a trainer and with the trainer, uh, we were able to focus on what I wanted. And it was great because it's like an appointment. You know, if, if mm-hmm. you can't push yourself, if you can't get yourself out the door to do it, I highly recommend to get a trainer or get somebody to push you to do it or get a friend or get a buddy, a workout buddy. I had workout buddies as well that I do. Right. It's because you push each other. Hey, are we (laughs) going? Yes, we're going. It's not like you you keep each other accountable. Um, And that's what I did. Uh, But the trainer and between trainers and friends, I kept myself accountable and I kept showing up. In the beginning, it was tough, like I said, to to start all over again. But after that, I was like, okay, this is what I need. This is what I want. It wasn't tough anymore. My body was trained differently. My mind was trained differently. Uh, It's something that I needed in order to have a productive day at that point. It wasn't something that I was doing and dreading to do. I think that's such a great like phase to get to where... It's no longer like, oh, I have to get up and go to the gym. Now it's like, oh, if I don't go to the gym, it's it's going to suck. I'm going to feel horrible. Like, I wish I could get to that point. It's the yes, yeah. Yes. What, what, what um, considering the dedication and commitment, what would you say was how much time in your day did you devote or did it take for you to put in your workouts or your fitness programs? Not much. Honestly, an hour a day, an hour and a half the most. An hour for sure, but an hour and a half if I wanted to to do more. It's all it takes. That question specifically, because if you think about it, where I hear often enough is that if we really break it down and put into perspective, it's a very small percentage of your day Mm -hmm. that you should allocate, Mm -hmm. but it feels like it's the biggest uh, challenge is to put the time in. Yeah. Even and a 30 hour hit class, a 30 hour spin class, anything that you can get well, in there. You are the example that, um, you know, as a busy person who is a, a wife and a mother and, and, you, and you hold a career that you still make it a point where I, often enough we hear in our inner circle, how many people complain about, I just don't have time, which yeah. is not the case in my opinion. And what's more important? What honestly, what is more important than your health? Right. 
if you think about it, I'm sorry to interrupt. What's what, what do we say at, at a, in, at being, you know, us Greeks in our culture? Right? right? We say that. It's the most health is wealth. Health is wealth. We want to be healthy in order to be, to be able to do everything. And if you want to be healthy, you have to do something about it. It's mm-hmm. not going to come to you. Like you need to eat right. You need to exercise. Go for that, that walk even, mm-hmm. uh, a bike ride, something, yeah. anything just to keep you going, keep your body going, your bones, just your muscles, everything working. Right. I have I have friends who are like, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. And then they're like waxing their like beautiful sports car. And I was like, would you put like crappy gasoline in that car? Like, oh, are you crazy? No, it has to be the best, the best. And I was like, then why would your body be any different? Right. Your body should be more important than any, exactly. you know, possession. Put good things into your body and then exercise your body to make it work optimally. Like th- these are very important things. And again, I'm preaching a lot of things that I'm not practicing because I, <laughs> I, believe me, I, I'm not, I'm not avid. Exercise. Well, we'll I, get you on a, onto a program. I was going to we'll say this, you. this is why, this is why talking to you is so great because I love hearing other people who have gone through it and who have done it. Um, talk about it because I know how much work goes into it. I think everybody knows how much work goes into it. But sometimes when you hear somebody talk about it and they just say it matter of factly, it, it, it sounds so much easier. Maybe that's like a little bit of a motivation. Like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. And then once you actually start doing it, you'll keep doing it. But, you know, as with everything you'll else, keep it, doing, you won't even think it. You won't even think about it anymore. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It won't even feel like a chore to you at, at, at anymore. Exactly. And that's what you want to do. You want to get to that point. So Stephanie, okay. you, you know, you're, you know, you've taken it to the next level with yourself and mm-hmm. you're at this um, optimal uh, level. Now, though, you take, you're taking it professional from what I understand. Yes. Let's talk okay, about so that. Yeah. Let's, let's talk, let's talk about, about that. Transition. Now, right? How did, how did that happen? How, okay. What, what, what caused this to, to kind of take it to that next level? So like I've mentioned, uh, you know, um, working out is, is, was a big part of my life always. Uh, I've done many workouts, anything and everything. I've tried swimming, yoga, spin, um, Zumba, tennis, everything. Uh, strength training is what I come to realize that was very big and important for me to continue and keep doing. That's what I love doing the most. So I had, I was doing strength training for, I don't know, five, six years or so, seven years. And I said to myself, you know, I want to do, I want to give myself a challenge. I want to give myself a goal to be able to mm-hmm. look forward to do something to achieve it. Mm-hmm. So I said, I, I need to, to step it up. I want to do something more. Um, so I started looking into um, different things that I can do. And my, my, my trainer actually used to compete professionally in oh. competitions. She's like, you would be great if you're thinking about it and would want to do it. And uh, I said, you know what? Why not? Um, what do I have to lose? Yeah. I mean, I, I love to work out. It's not like I'm not, uh, I'm going to keep working out. I'm going to keep doing everything I love. But this just gives me, like I said, something to look forward to and something to push myself even more because yeah. I wanted the next step. I wanted, I wanted to see like a, I don't know, a big difference. I wanted to be able to do it for sure. the challenge. So I signed up for the first competition, which is the WBFF fitness competition. 
uh, and that was at the age of 40, actually. I was turning That's 40. incredible. And I said, let's do this for my 40, you know, like, you know, a big thing for my 40th birthday, right? That's Why not? crazy. I can't even believe that. Like, it boggles my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was prepping. I was getting ready. And then all of a sudden, COVID ruined it. <laughs> oh. uh, like, with how everything else. How many, right? how many interviews have we had where, where somebody goes, <laughs> and then COVID... <laughs> so 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 COVID hit and what, how did that affect you? Obviously, COVID, I mean, time. it didn't affect me in the way that I couldn't continue with my goal uh, of of doing the fitness competition in, the, in that aspect in that way. But you know, I was still working out. I was mm-hmm. still in my basement. Thankfully, I have a small gym in my basement, and I I'm able to work out. And I was still working out. I was still doing my workouts every day during COVID as well. Yeah. But I had to wait patiently for the next uh, fitness competition to uh, to come up, so I can be able to to finish what I wanted to start. And um, when when did so the, that took about they... two years, Adi? That was two. Oh. Years. Wow, years. wow. Yeah, about two years. So then at the age of 41 and a half, so I would say a year and a half, that's when I did it. I finally had my first competition, which was in New England. Excellent. So, and New England was my first major competition that I got ready for. <laughs> oh my God, that's that like yeah. that, that's so inspiring. It, it's such a great thing. At 41, mm-hmm. I would have won uh, many mm-hmm. awards for the size of my gut that I had. <laughs> But they, they don't really give awards for any of that stuff. So I'm glad at least you, <laughs> You're so you can do something with it. But I mean, that that's super inspiring because yeah. it's inspiring for any for any younger age. And it's like really inspiring for somebody who has had children, is, is a wife mm-hmm. and a mother, has her life already like going. And then to be able mm-hmm. to put that motivation and that effort and that work and that concentration and that you know everything it takes to mm. to become you know to, to get to the level that you're at is, is truly truly inspiring and you know we commend mm. you for that Absolutely. thank you prepping prepping for this was very challenging as well but what i loved about prepping for these competitions is that you love love seeing your body transform you know mm. i love seeing my body transform it's great to see i would you know you take pictures before you start your prepping and then you take pictures during middle prepping and end of your prepping mm-hmm. and just to see your body transform and what it can do when you truly truly you know put yourself uh you know your goal you, you really want to push yourself to that goal and you see you're like i'm going to do this i'm dedicated i'm committed i'm going to follow all these rules that i have to do in order to get to the end yeah. of what i want and truly that requires a lot of discipline so Definitely. and on top of it you also have a family like i also have my family that I, I had to take care of my family that's the hardest part again about the pregnant was taking care of your family your husband your kids plus doing what you want to do for yourself mm. um, yeah and uh, I, I feel bad for your husband uh with you working <laughs> out and and becoming well, physically optimally uh in shape he, he must have been miserable <laughs> Unless, unless, unless you, uh, he's like, no, no, don't work out so much. Unless you inspired him as well, I would assume. Does he also take? Sorry, Swati, what did you say? Maybe you, ins- maybe you inspired your husband at the same time. You know, I did. Yes, he did start working out as well. He did. He's like, yeah. I have to start working out because I can't have my work stronger than me. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're, you're going to so- go out and they're going to see you, and then you know, I, 
I, I, I've seen your husband in pictures. Um, I think I met him once, but uh, he, he's he's a, he's a good looking guy and he seems like he's in shape. But he had like now he has to like you you'll be you're going to be showing him up everywhere. So he has to work out. It's like so, yeah, he did. He started. He was doing lovely, but then he stopped. So now I'm in the process of trying to get him to start it again. But yeah, yeah. I guess the, 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 the old clothes. it will work. The old clothes. <laughs> I got some questions for you, Stefania, uh, for yeah. also for our audience as well and of your of your caliber and of your experience you know we often hear folks you know talk about you know i work out so much but i don't see any changes how important is it for not just the workouts but your intake and your nutrition when it comes to that to see results right tremendously tremendously when uh you you need to watch what you eat you know um it, it goes hand in hand simple uh nutrition and exercise and go hand in hand you can't do one versus the other uh, like I said, during my prepping, I had been pushing myself in the gym a lot. I've, my muscles have grown, you know, grown prior to starting the prepping, which is the calorie deficit, basically, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, 10 weeks, nine weeks, eight weeks, everybody's differently, depending on how mm-hmm. many, how, how soon they want to start this calorie deficit. But like, I, what I want to explain is that, you know, I push myself in the gym so much with uh, weights and, you know, you, you grow your muscle. But in order to see that muscle, you yeah. need to get rid of that top layer of your fat. You need to get rid of that fat. In order to do that, again, it's the nutrition part. You need to be careful what you put in your body in order well, to be able to see those muscles develop. It's, it's a matter of, and you say um, calorie deficit. So in order to kind of burn or melt away that first layer of fat is also how much you eat as as opposed to what you eat as well right it's how much you eat and what you eat basically right um you need to have your good carbs you have to have your protein in every meal uh you have to have your vegetables um that's all important your water uh drinking tons and tons of water right all that yeah let me ask you very quickly we Foti and i uh we have a wine club so obviously we're drinking mm-hmm. wine and stuff all the time how mm-hmm. for you when you're when you're prepping and you're you're going through these specific diets uh is there any alcohol intake at all no i did not touch alcohol uh, or we were hoping you said like, yeah, I drink like a bottle a day <laughs> No, and that that was the hard part. Actually, is you know socially, what do we do, right? We want to go out to eat, right? That's what we do. So it's it's hard because you you're you're out. Yes, I did go out to to, to dinners for a special occasions, but I brought my food with me, oh, wow. or yes, or I made sure that the chef knew ahead of time what they needed to prepare for me and how they need to prepare wow. it. And if they couldn't, I would then bring my food. So yes. I've done that in many many events. I remember Palm Sunday, I brought my own food to church in the back hall. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom's giving me those evil eyes like why are you taking out your food they have food oh man mom you know you know what i'm doing yes and yeah the alcohol part <laughs> no drinking so everybody was around me having fun drinking and now there i was with my water and lemon so wow that's motivation absolutely that's Right. Um, or my birthday party, I have to bring this up. I'm sorry. My birthday was in May and it was during the middle of my prepping. So there I am celebrating my birthday. I have the, the, I was given cake uh, to blow out the candles. But did I eat the cake? No, I did not eat the oh, cake. I had no. no cake for my birthday. Oh, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you took, a rain, you took a rain check. I'm sure you'll have it at some point. I took a rain check, yeah. <laughs> another, another question for you, uh, Stefania. Mm-hmm. What about, what are your thoughts on the fact that there are so many fitness apps that are, that are being bombarded to people on, to, on using these easy and simple applications that make it um, supposedly efficient for people? Are you a fan of fitness apps or do you follow a fitness app yourself? No, I do not follow a fitness app myself, but... There's many people that do follow the fitness apps. And if that's what they need to keep them motivated and keep them going, then do it. Whatever keeps you motivated, whatever you need to do it, do it. You, you know, know, because they're very clever where they'll have you fill out a quiz or a survey. And the mm-hmm. only way they'll give you the results is if they you give them their information or if you download their app. But yeah, I just wanted your perspective on fitness app because they're like everywhere now. Like anything you turn on socially, there is a fitness app being promoted for intermittent fasting, keto, uh, you know, running apps, you name it. There's so much out there right now that I wonder if her answer, her answer is very, very respectable. Whatever helps you keep going, do it. I I love that. That's what you need. Yeah. To give you a push, do it, do it. Yep. I mean, I have an app that I follow my, my calories that I, I put in my calorie intake and that helps me know how much i'm eating in a day and what i'm eating Mm -hmm. so if that helps you so you know how much you're eating a day and what you're eating and that makes you more aware of what you're putting in your mouth do it so and and then how about this uh, stephanie do you deal with hunger no i eat and even during my prep prepping i ate six times a day and i eat about five times a day now or six times a day so i eat but i eat i eat small portions in good choices. So oh. I am, I never feel hungry. I don't. That's the key. Small portions, good choices. Mm-hmm. We're going to use that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, what about yourself as far as have you, any thoughts of maybe you providing services for others? Yes. I've thought about that. And I've got asked many times by many people and I do help out my close friends. My close friends are actually, uh, who I help at this point right now. And okay. they tell me to give them like an exercise, uh, program or meals i've helped so many friends with nutrition nutrition and nutrition aspect of that like what are good foods you should be eating what should you be avoiding so that is what i'm doing now but yes i've also uh looked into it and want to be able to do more for myself so i want to be able to train others okay or uh, you know, help them have a good relationship between exercising and nutrition for themselves. When, yeah. when you make that decision, let me know because I need to buy Ari a birthday uh, gift. Oh, <laughs> okay, Ari. That, that that would be your your work would be cut out for you if you could get me <laughs> into that shape. <laughs> but that that's amazing. Uh, you know what? And now that we have her on the show, we're, I'm going to corner you, and I'm going to say anytime you have uh, tips, tricks, any uh, display like proper procedure on exercise, anything like that, I want you to share with us. Yeah. Because there's so much of our audience that is so into this health and wellness and all this stuff. And and also people mm-hmm. who aren't, but they, they should be. And maybe, you know, this is something that, that could kind of push them into being like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. it's about time I got into shape. And, you know, they need somebody like you who has been through it and who has the results. Uh, so obviously, you know what you're talking about. You're good at what you do. And it will be really cool. Uh, so, you know, no pressure, but if you if you can do that, <laughs> we're, we're here for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, yes. I will definitely keep that in mind. Yes. Well, this is great because I feel like going to the gym after this interview. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Let you, me know that you went. <laughs> definitely. 
So I'm going to keep you accountable to that. I'm going to keep asking you, did you go to the gym? Did you go to the gym? And then when you ask me, I'm going to ask Ari the same thing. So it'll be a domino effect. <laughs> my, my phone doesn't work that well. It sometimes cuts oh, out. Oh, come on. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> well, uh, Stefania, uh, Stefania um, what, what do you have in store for the future? Any, any thoughts? Uh, you're going to continue? Um, what? A- competing and 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 what, what do you have what, what what's in your what mind? i have in store yes is is looking into getting a professionally a professional trainer for sure mm-hmm. um and yes continue to compete i want i love it i love everything about competing i love how your mindset improves your eating habits change it's just the way you think about everything else after you come out of cup out of the competition i love is, everything about that is the is the the network of women who do these competitions is this like a nice network are they are they supportive are they they are like, yes oh, that's yeah. a good question that's a good question so uh before the day before the competition we have a, a meeting a, a team meet a registration meet and a team meeting and we all get together and we talk and we listen to other uh coaches speak and one thing we all you know that's a big part of that uh, meeting is that we are supportive of each other and nice to each other. And, you know, being with other girls backstage, uh, so many girls backstage, you want to help each other out and uh, be supportive of each other. Not, not, there's no reason to be mean. We're all, we're there to uh, be a better version of ourselves to mm-hmm. compete. It's you against you, basically. It's, mm-hmm. you're there. I mean, obviously, awesome. Who doesn't want to win? Who wants, doesn't want to be, come home with the, with the trophy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's more to that. It's the values and the importance that you learn about yourself mentally, physically, uh, when you put yourself through this preparation for this competition. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, that's great. It's, to it's hear. great to have, be supportive of each other for sure. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, I love yeah. to hear it. Uh, I love to hear people supporting each other, especially when they have like a mm-hmm. common goal. And and instead of it being a competition, it's it's like you could do it. You could do it. Good for you. Good for you. Stuff like that. So mm-hmm. bravo, bravo, mm-hmm. bravo, bravo. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, th- this is great. I I I enjoyed this very much. Forty. Uh, nice. Any any part. Yeah. Uh, one last thing we wanted to, I wanted to ask before we do um, sign off is that we didn't talk about sleep. I th- right? <laughs> oh, sleep. That's we, very important as well. We, yeah. we don't sleep well anyways because we're up all hours of the day and night. But um, is that something also you can quickly uh, tell us your thoughts on getting enough sleep? Eight hours of sleep as much as you can, especially during the prepping season. Eight hours of sleep. You need to get those in. Please. Is there <laughs> is there ever a point where there's too much sleep? No, never a point there's too much sleep. Less sleep, yes, because I've had days where I don't sleep eight hours. Uh, and boy, I can tell the difference in my body the next day. Mm. Uh, you know, you don't have that energy. You're like, you can't think straight. There, there's so many gotcha. aspects to lack of sleep. And you know so- what? They feel we don't get a lot enough sleep nowadays. We mm-hmm. don't, we just have too much going on that who has time to sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're very, very right. Does, does Stefania have a regiment of what time you have to go to sleep by and what time you have to wake oh, up? Oh God, I can't answer <laughs> that. Cause right now, uh, I, I love to go to bed late, especially now that I'm not on my prepping okay. um, aspect of it. I go, I go to bed late. Um, when I was, it was during my prepping, I would make it most of the time by like 10 PM, okay. um, to get, to get that or 10 30, yeah. but, um, you never know. A kid could be sick. Something could be happening. There's so many yeah. different things that happen. Well, that sleep, doesn't sleep always work general. that way. 
Sleep yeah, but sleep, sleep is important. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Yeah, we need to we need to straighten ourselves out, Foti. Well, I think we've got plenty that Stefania has provided us, so there's no excuse after this interview for us to follow the directions of Stefania. But uh, this is great. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, you always learn. We always want to continue learning, and as every segment, especially with your Stefania, we learn quite a bit with you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for Thanks being for with having us. me, guys. It was, it, it was our pleasure. Uh, I know everybody out there watching and listening. You guys are going to love this episode. Get inspired. Get motivated. We're actually going to link uh, to Stefania's information, uh, whatever she provides us. We're going to link to it. Follow her. Uh, check out what she's doing. She is she's amazing at what she does. Um, really an inspiring woman. And Stefania, thank you again for joining us, taking the time. Thank you, Foti. And thanks, everybody out there watching and listening. And we will see you all next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.